Blog Talk Radio. All right, gang, this is Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night. Sorry about the audio difficulties tonight. It doesn't sound like we're going to have the glitz and the glamour of the sound effects. Uh, we're still trying to get the switchboard up and ready. Blog Talk Radio, apparently, uh, or our network, uh, is going through some issues. Uh, some Internet service provider issues possibly springing up on us at the last second. We're going to try to get through those. Uh, Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio is always uncut, uncensored, live, unrehearsed, and raw. Uh, real raw tonight, uh, considering the issues that we're having. I'm Scott Atkins, Team Legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football. And, you know, this is the biggest uh, weekend of the year for prop plays, for all you uh, prop Nosticators out there that love the uh, NFL props, and uh, we're going to talk about that and a lot more on Red vs. Blue tonight. The number to call into the show is 347-324-5404. You might just want to write that number down right now. I don't think you'll be able to call us up until we get these problems resolved. Uh, We have audio capabilities right now. We don't have phone-in capabilities as well as our switchboard is down. We're going to try to get things back up and rolling for you in a timely fashion. But uh, we have Pittsburgh and Arizona to talk about this week. We've got, uh, as always, Red vs. Blue likes to talk about um, Louisville and Kentucky basketball. We've got big things going on with the University of Louisville basketball program. A lot of you fans out there have been enjoying a solid year. Um, by the Louisville Cardinals. They've already knocked off one number one seed when Pittsburgh came to Freedom Hall. And they're getting ready to play another number one seed, very likely, in UConn on Monday night. Uh, UConn uh, will very likely be the new number one, which seems to be the, the, the trend this year in college basketball. Nobody wants to be number one for long. Uh, as soon as they... As soon as they get that prestigious moment, uh, somebody comes along and knocks them down. And Louisville plays UConn on Monday, I believe. They also play West Virginia, another tough game uh, on Saturday. It's just uh, loaded for the cards. It seems like every game they play. Um, what else in the sports world while we're waiting for this switchboard to get back up and running? Uh, UFC tomorrow night uh, is the big matchup, B.J. Penn against George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre is a, a 190, minus 190 favorite. Um, you know, I'm just going to roll here until we get the uh, the switchboard back up. matter of fact, we're still having issues here. Looked like everything was ready to roll. We had every uh, all lines operational. Everything was rolling smooth, and then bam, everything just crashed uh, with about five minutes to go. And uh, that's kind of how things happen around here. You got to be prepared for anything. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, what I did before the show. <laughs> All right, it pays to print things out, you know, so you have that backup. But I, uh, I I went ahead and got all the props that I wanted to talk about with you guys um, today on the on the Super Bowl. So we're going to discuss those here in just a second when I get those pulled up. Um, quite a few props here that we want to talk about. Book one. All right. Wow, this is uh, a rare night to see this much go wrong all at the last minute. Three four seven three two four five four zero four. We are part of the fantasysportschannel.com. Uh, I want to tell you that Mark Ronick and the crew there are really doing some great things. They have got a full Sunday of action planned for you guys uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. So uh, if you're having your parties, you can kick back, uh, turn up your audio on your uh, laptop or your computer, and uh, listen to the Fantasy Sports Channel. They are going to be talking football all day long with uh, a lot of great guests, a lot of experts going to be on the shows. Um, let's close this program out. It's going to be a full-day Super Bowl extravaganza. Everybody's going to be talking Super Bowl. Uh, so we hope you join us on the fantasysportschannel.com. And I think you really enjoy 
what those guys have. We're also trying to get uh, our famous uh, blue co-host to join us. And I know he's out there trying to get on as we speak. With the switchboard problems that we're having, it's going to be impossible to get him on until we get the switchboard back up and running. And I don't want to blame this on Blog Talk Radio. They've been excellent. Uh, looks like we're having local Internet issues springing up on us. Let me make sure that she paid the bill. That could be the problem. Now, it's definitely uh, it's definitely local Internet issues that we're having uh, problems with. We just went through and uh, reset the router. If you guys haven't done this before, it's a pretty simple process. I think you know how to do it. Turn your power off. Unscrew the coax from the back. Give that a couple of seconds to cool off. This is the expert advice that you get when you call Comcast for your high-speed cable. It's always, have you unplugged it? Well, actually, first off, is it plugged in? That's their first question, as if you didn't know whether or not it was plugged in or not. And then they say, just unplug it, <laughs> and then plug it back in. So that's what we do. Uh, usually that will solve all your problems. And I would be shocked if it was just Internet that went out just before the show like that. Let's see here. We try to bypass the wireless connections. We try to go hardwired, but that doesn't seem to be the issue either. They've got signal strength to the network, so that's not the problem. It is an ISP issue keeping us from getting on the switchboard live and getting the callers live. I wish we had a backup plan for that, but we don't. Uh, we're still going to try to get the props to you. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the props that we had, we did store, and for some reason, they're not showing up. Looks like we had the odd and even picks. Uh, the odd and even uh, is a blowout, it looks like, for the odd jerseys this week. Fitzgerald with number 11, Urban 85, Bolden 81, Breston 15, Warner 13. Uh, Willie Parker, I believe he's 27 or 37. I don't have that one in front of me. I was getting ready to log into the Pittsburgh website as we speak. Uh, this is a message from Mike. He can hear me, so that's good. Uh, voice is coming in loud and clear. Mike's not going to be able to get logged on, but until we, until we get that switchboard back up and running, and it looks like it's it's crashed because I have a internet issue that's preventing me from getting on. And it looks like when the network crashed, I was in the process of getting those prop plays saved over, and I just saved through ten pages of prop to talk with you guys, and none of the 10 pages are where they were saved to. We're going to look one last place where they possibly could have been, but I was pretty confident I put them right where I could find them, and they're not there. So that's going to make it kind of difficult to talk about props. We are just not having a lot of luck here tonight. We also had Alex Kaganowski uh, set to join us tonight, our prognosticator. Yeah, we're connected fine to the network. It looks like it's an ISP issue, and we're not getting activity. Let's check one last connection here. Appreciate all the every all of our listeners sticking with us as we work through these issues at the last minute.
trying to get live and information into your hands so you guys can make some money on this prop weekend. We're 10 minutes into the show. We haven't discussed prop one yet, 347-324-5404 on Blog Talk Radio. It's red versus blue. Going through um, the live and uncut issues that you have when you're a live show, uncensored, unrehearsed, and, um, you know, hey, we've got uh, we've got no scripts, no notes. Everything we wanted to talk about were props. It was a props weekend, 10 pages of props, all ready to go, all online. It's the joy of technology. If this keeps up, what we're going to have to do is postpone the show. We'll come back. We'll talk about props. Uh, we'll do it sometime on Saturday, uh, possibly Sunday morning. And we want to get these props to you as quick as we can, but we're having Internet connections with the chat room. With the switchboard and with our Internet provider. We are, there's a problem with our domain name server configuration. Okay, great. All right. Yep, no luck, gang. Well, look, we've, uh, we, we're 11 minutes into a show that has produced uh, very little information for you uh, for the props, so we'll, we'll have to come back and do that at another time. Uh, we're also going to come back and do as much Louisville and Kentucky basketball news as we can. There's big things going on for the University of Louisville right now. Kentucky did suffer a defeat that we were uh, unexpecting. Uh, we were definitely not expecting, uh, considering the role they've been on. But they're a young team, and they've, uh, they're have they going to take their lumps along the way. There are obviously no Louisville at this point. And um, they did, uh, apparently they have a couple of recruits. Uh, Louisville has a couple other recruits coming on that uh, sound pretty promising. But the, the rookie plays of Terrence Jennings continue to impress. Terrence Jennings uh, getting it done for us, and Samardo Samuels is making, uh, both those guys are making big things happen for the University of Louisville. Uh, listen, all Red versus Blue fans, we're going to come back uh, and we're going to get this show rolling again when we can get the Internet connection back up. So we're going to get back with Blog Talk Radio and try to get uh, try to get a show to you when we can, uh, when, when the Internet gets back up and running and we can get that switchboard back up and get your guests to you. So sorry I... Couldn't do better, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely try better next time, and, and hopefully we can uh, get those props to you before the big game. Uh, this is Scott Atkins, live out of Indianapolis for Red versus Blue, and we'll talk to you soon. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com. The Audible Cecil Lammy. Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports. And the fantasy football guys Lyle Conkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on.
right, gang, we are back. We got the Internet Connections back up and running, and we are live with Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Uh, for those of you that left us and can come back, we appreciate having you back. I, I got some good feedback that the chat room was alive and buzzing when we uh, when I was uh, trying to get things back up and running. So I'm going to go ahead and get these uh, props back up and running because I'll tell you, we've got very little time now that the show is under way already 30 minutes in, so we're just going to get right to it, and we're going to try to get Mike, uh, our blue co-host, back up with us, and maybe even uh, our prognosticator, if he can call in and dial up, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some of these props. 347-324-5404, uh, let's get right to it. The first half props for the Super Bowl, got a lot of good ones here. Uh, we've got uh, completions from Ben Roethlisberger over under nine and a half. Uh, seems about right, uh, right there in the middle. Uh, nine and a half, under nine and a half is actually minus 30. If you remember Ben in the Super Bowl, didn't fare so well. We got Dr. Dish with us on the air. Doctor, you with us? Yeah, I'm right here, Calvin. How you doing, son? All right, man. We, uh, we're going to try to get a show underway here. We're going to try to get through some of these props and try to get some, uh, some of these plays talked about a little bit. Okay. Uh, we've got first half rushing yards for Willie Parker over under 43 and a half. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I uh, I like okay. uh, Willie Parker to run all day on yeah. Arizona. How do you do? Yeah. To get going early and often. That would actually be a, a one I'd like to see uh, over on 43 and a half in the first half. First half receptions. Likely. First half receptions for Heinz Ward over under two and a half. Who knows how healthy he is? Uh, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of first half props here. I didn't want to start with first half props. Yeah. I wanted to start with the uh, the coin toss. <laughs> uh, the coin toss is always heads or tails, uh, 100 uh, even money on either one. Uh, Steelers Cardinals to win. That's uh, that's always uh, interesting. They they they, they throw that on here. Bots on there? Huh? They don't have a bots on there. A bots? Yeah, that seems like that happens about every year. Look, we've got player to be named MVP. I'm going to run these off, and you tell me what you think here, uh, Doctor Dish. We got a player to be named MVP. The uh, who do you think the favorite is in this? I'd had, I'd had to think it's uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is the nine to five undisputed favorite uh, to be the MVP in the Super Bowl uh, at nine to five, and I know that our own blue cohort, uh, cohort and co-host uh, Michael Trent is with us now, Mike. Player to be named MVP, Ben Roethlisberger, nine to five favorite. Well, I tell you what, Scott, that looks uh, that looks pretty good. But uh, most of the times, uh, quarterbacks they don't quite get it done in the Super Bowl. And uh, first off, glad to be back on. Uh, and Scott, you were uh, very resilient. And we're not going to let a show go by, folks. One thing about Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio is we will be on the air no matter what it takes. And uh, glad you made it happen. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, he's going to, you know, his last Super Bowl, let's face it, he stunk, but he won the Super Bowl. And most of the time, uh, quarterbacks, they don't necessarily make that big of an impact. It's uh, defenses and things like that. I, you know, I, I, don't see, uh, I don't see Ben Roethlisberger winning the, win the MVP. If there's going to be one MVP, it's going to be Kurt Warner because on my prediction, I like uh, going to win the game. But uh, anyway, it's good to be up and going, and uh, we've yeah. got uh, what you know. We got about 22 minutes to uh, talk about it, and uh, it's a lot of time to talk about the uh, Super Bowl and have uh, have some fun with it. Well, we'll try to we'll, we'll go over for the archive too because we we've got time. We'll we'll go over a little bit for the archive if we can get uh, our prognosticator to dial back in and, and and get on. We'll get a couple extra props there as well. Let's look at a couple more of these. Kurt Warner to win MVP is five to two, the second favorite. Yeah, he did. Then it goes. Uh, then it, then you're about down to four to one, nine to two actually. Larry Fitzgerald, nine to two. Uh, then it goes to Willie Willie Parker. It's seven to one. That's that's decent money for a running back in this game. That very likely is going to get a whole bunch of carries. Um, Mike, I kind of like this one. Anquan Bolton, the Q, ten to one, and, and yeah, he's going to be matched up. He's got a favorable matchup since Fitzgerald's going to get all the attention. Of that Pittsburgh uh, secondary, uh, Anquan Bolton's actually got a really nice matchup, uh, opposing matchup at ten to one. 
I expect him to get about eight or nine catches in this game for about 130 yards. Wow, that's uh, that's way more than what I got in figured out, Scott. I I don't see eight or nine. You know, I could see him at uh, five or six uh, touches, or not just touches, but receptions. But uh, you know, Pittsburgh's defense—they're gonna have—they're gonna feast on uh, Bowden. They they know what it's about. They're gonna feast on obviously Fitzgerald. Uh, the one hidden thing to me is going to be Tim Hightower. Tim Hightower, I think, is going to be able to uh, – I would like to see – if I'm an Arizona fan, I would like to see him open it up quick. You know, so many times you do the run to make the pass work. Well, in this time, do the pass, even if it fails, make the run work because I yeah. think Tim Hightower is going to be very effective. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at uh, – and, and, and Hightower's a guy you can get 15-1 to 1 on right now, along with Edward James, both 15-1. to 1. Uh, Let's go to first scoring play in the Super Bowl. This is always a, a real interesting one that you can try to try to make some cash on. Look at this. Uh, what do you think the favorite, uh, favorite is here, Dr. Dish? First scoring play. Is it a Pittsburgh <laughs> touchdown pass, yeah. an Arizona touchdown pass, a Pittsburgh Arizona. field goal? It's uh, the the favorite here is a Pittsburgh field goal three to one. Uh, then it goes to Arizona field goal seven to two. The very next favorite Arizona is an Arizona touchdown pass seven yeah. to two. That's what I'm going to say. Arizona touchdown pass. Then you've got Pittsburgh huh. TD pass and Pittsburgh TD run at four to one as a tie. Uh, I guess it's a little more unpredictable on that side of the ball. You don't know if it's a run or a pass. Whereas if Arizona scores, very likely going to be the pass. Arizona so. TD run is eight to one, Mike. If you like Hightower, eight to one on him, and you can get eight to one on the run as well. Uh, Pittsburgh, any but other TD, fifteen to one. You know, I, I think Edgerin is going to play ahead of Hightower. Myself, I think he's going to be your if he if he plays good. I think he need they need a good game out of them boys to really win this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgerin, hey, you know what? Hey, Neil, it's good talking to you. First off, uh, I, I see uh, Edgerin being great between the twenties, and outside of that, it's going to be Tim Hightower. So if you talk about hitting some props, it's a combination uh, of both I, of them, just like about well, every team's been using this year. You know the. Uh, I think the first touchdown is going to be uh, by Pittsburgh, and I think it's going to be via the pass. I hope it ain't like that, really. I hope it don't, really. I'm hoping. Yeah, I think it'll it change the whole uh, complete the whole complexion of the game. You know, if Pittsburgh gets out ahead of them, their defense will toughen up. I'd like to. I'd love to see Warner and them come out on that field and get the first touchdown and make them chase them through that game. Well, I think I think Pittsburgh's going to be leading the whole way, and then uh, Arizona's going to find hey, a way. Tell me something, guys. Who won? Uh, did, now he won. Roethlisberger won the last time when he played in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh won. Yeah, Who Seattle. was the MVP that time? He, I think it was, uh, uh, wasn't it Jerome, Jerome Bettis? Jerome Bettis. It could have been Bettis. Yeah, I think it was Bettis. Okay, Bettis was still on the team. That's right. It was his last year in yep. the league, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. Yep. It was Bettis. Or, That's right. Or was it, was it Randall L. or Heinz Ward? Heinz Ward won it. Heinz Ward was the MVP. Oh, he was? I But you said Bettis, and I was thinking, damn, Bettis was on that team, and he did win his first Super Bowl. Yeah, Heinz Ward, Heinz Ward was the MVP of that game, yeah. Heinz Ward was, okay. Uh, you know, I like this one, too, guys. This is a lot of fun. This, this one I like to play every year, and I like to throw on a couple of guys because anything's possible. First touchdown scorer. Uh-huh. Who, which player is going to score a touchdown? Listen to these odds. I'm going to run them down. You tell me which one you like, and this is where we need the prognosticator for value. He needs to call us up and 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 uh, and tell He's us who the first it. touchdown score will be. And I'm going to message him right now, but I'm going to read these off to you. Here we go. The favorite is Willie Parker at nine to two. Then we've got Heinz Ward seven to one, Santonio Holmes at eight to one, Heath Miller at ten to one. I'm sorry, we missed Fitzgerald at five to one. He's the second favorite, five to one at Fitzgerald. They don't have these in any particular order. Uh-huh. Uh, then we go. It looks like uh, Anquan Bolden is twelve to one. That's who I'd Keith go. Mil- I, I would Keith, love to go Keith, with that. Keith Miller is favored over Anquan Bolden to score. I mean, yeah. come on. What? I can't what? believe that. You know, Anquan's going to play a hell of a game here. This is still the Washington man. on there. It's Washington. 
Nate Washington, good call, Mike. Fifteen to one. I like more. I'd like more. I'd like a little bit more if I was going to take Nate. I would Washington. too. I would too. I felt like I thought I would get more than that. Damn. Steve Breston, fifteen to one. Tim Hightower, fifteen to one. Edger and James, twenty to one. I'd take that. Hmm. Yeah, and, and again, Mike, he's a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. Twenty to one. I've been on this Hall of Famer kick. I look over at the Arizona Cardinals. And I see four potential Hall of Famers. I would say very good shots. I would say all of them have at least an 80% shot of being Hall of Famers. Fitzgerald and Bowden are a cinch, man. Well, Edge is a cinch. Edge is is too, I think, yeah. Edge is a a cinch for a lot of people. I don't think Bowden's a cinch, but that's for another. How can Bowden not be a cinch? No, no, no. He he came out his rookie year and broke Randy Moss records, and he's had a great year every year. He'll he'll, he'll come out great in this. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him do like Fitzgerald's done all these preceding games. They're going to focus on Fitzgerald this game big time, Pittsburgh is, and I bet you Bowden's going to have a great game. Well, that wouldn't surprise me a bit for Bowden to have a great game. Uh, as far as his career, a Hall of Famer, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. A long way to go for Anquan Bowden to be a Hall of Famer. Wow. Well, I agree. He's got. They've all got work to do. But I'm just saying, I, and my gut tells me you've got four Hall of Famers that, even though that Pittsburgh defense is loaded uh, with talent, you've got four Hall of Famers on this offensive side of the ball for Arizona. And uh, that, that's, a, that's a special offense right there. We've got a... Two one two area code. That looks like the prognosticator. Uh, Alex, are you with us? I sure am. All right, man. Maybe you can settle this agreement uh, argument before we uh, before we get to what we want some help on. Is is Bolden a future Hall of Famer? Uh, yes. You hesitated, Alex. Yes. Uh, I think that's a little bit early of a question, but I'm going to assume he plays. Uh, Another seven years, seven to ten years. Well, let's say six to seven years at the level he has played, and maybe another two, three years on the way down. But uh, I think that that he may be very close. It also depends where he goes. I mean, if he goes to Baltimore, I mean, you know, he's going to die a slow death. Uh, you know, so. receivers go to die. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, although you know, I mean, you never know. You never know. But uh, hey guys, go ahead. Hey, hey guys, you know the the first touchdown score. I, I like that bet. I mean, I think it's a, it's a fun bet. I think yeah. it's, you know it's always it's always just like a lot of these Super Bowl props. But the way to make money in these props is, is certainly not the first touchdown score. I mean, that's that's like yeah. playing you know that's like playing uh, I don't know uh, that's like playing like in, going into the casino and playing uh, Caribbean stud poker like one of those three card <laughs> Montes. I mean, that's not the, that's not where you make that's not where you make the money. A war, you know. Remember, remember that. Uh, uh, um, what was that movie with uh, Vacation? Uh, when he goes to play the war. Vacation. Yeah, yeah. Chevy Chase and yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. The way to make money is some of these other props here. The 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 first touchdown score. That's fun, and all the other. Any. Let me let me just uh, give like a general, um, just a general opinion about the props. Any prop that you can. Uh, handicap, meaning that you can make uh, a logical, reasonable football opinion on. Uh, that's the prop you want to make, you know, to try to to try to win or try to handicap and win. You say and avoid the coin flip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, just so you know, I mean, there's, uh, I would say probably more than 50% of these other props are coin flips, I- exactly, because what they do is they take, uh, they basically take. Um, the statistics from you know all the games or all the Super Bowls or whatever it is, and they just put it in the computer and they you know the computer spits out basically yeah, everything. what yeah everything what what the odds are of this happening and the odds are of that happening and gives you both sides of it so you're basically just flipping a coin on on most of these now okay. you know where where you can make money are the, are the ones that where you do find value where you can make a football handicap. You know, on what is a good bet and what is not a good bet. Well, that's why you are who you are, and that's why we are who we are. <laughs> we play, <laughs> hey, where we do you guys get these? Where do you all get these Vegas odds at for all these different bets? Where do you go to to get those? Uh, well, this, this year I've been using this website uh, called SportsBetting.com for my player props. They've been, uh-huh. you know, pretty good uh, as far as the props that I was looking for. 
but obviously, uh, for the Super Bowl, you get them everywhere. They're all over the place. Yeah. Well, I like one especially here. If I'm going to go up Alex's line of, uh, uh, then I'm. Gonna, I, I like this one receiving yards by Anquan Bolden, over under sixty eight and a half. The over is minus one twenty. I think that's a lock for Anquan Bolden, especially in a game that uh, that uh, they're going to be from behind quite a bit in the game. And and, and you've got Warner here. Warner is over under two forty seven. I mean, when if, can you envision Warner throwing for under 250 yards in a game uh, in a game of this magnitude? No. And it's a minus one. What does that mean? Now, if you're minus 120, what does that mean, Scott? It means we put up 120 to win 100. 120 to it. So you're betting 120 to 100 that they'll go over 68. He'll get over 68 yards receiving. Right. I take that. 68 and a half. So he needs 69. Now, Fitzgerald, conversely, Fitzgerald receiving yards is over under 94.5. But, again, if you look at the matchups, Pittsburgh is, has the, the secondary to match up with. I mean, they're going to they're gonna match up with Fitzgerald and put it to him. I, I, I don't have the defensive uh, secondary, but I remember looking at that matchup, and it looks like they're going to they're gonna have him well covered, and it's going to leave the passes there for Bolden, I would assume. I think so, too. I agree with that 100%. What do you have, Alex? See, Breston, uh as far as Anquan, I have uh, the the one the one play I saw that I really liked for him uh, was uh, the longest reception being over eighteen and a half yards. Uh, I thought that was really low. Uh, if you if you look at some of the other, if you look at Fitzgerald, I mean, I, they're expecting. I mean, obviously Fitzgerald's been Superman, but uh, right. I think the the over under on his longest reception is like thirty four or thirty five. Uh, even a guy like, um, um, uh, well, Santonio Holmes, I mean, he catches a lot of long, uh, long bombs. But, you know, his is 21. I mean, Anquan Bolden, you know, they're treating him like, like an average receiver, basically, saying that yeah. he's not going to catch. I mean, this guy. Well, that's what he's been. But he's catching run. He can get him at the line of scrimmage. Hey, exactly. That's exactly right. The guy, the guy is one of the best uh, uh, with gaining yards after the yeah. catch. What exactly. is it, yak, 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 right? What, uh, yards after the catch. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the guy is, is uh, he's uh, one of the hard, probably, probably the hardest receiver to tackle an open yeah, field in all of the NFL. It's like the long ball and go down with it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I like the over eighteen and a half. I actually think that's a, one of my stronger plays as far as just like, uh, okay, strictly not necessarily a value play, but just a straight up uh, uh, strong play. Uh, over Mike, and a half. Mike and uh, Alex, let's stick with the uh, the, the theme here. Uh, will Anquan Bolden score a touchdown? Yes, plus one sixty. Will Steve Breston score a touchdown? Yes, two fifty. Uh, will Edron James score a touchdown? Yes, two fifty. Uh, I've no. seen uh, Scott. I'm sorry to interrupt. I've seen that line as high as three hundred uh, for Edge. If you could get it at three plus three hundred. Uh, that's that. In my opinion, that's good value. I do. Okay. I think that's great value. Yeah. Right. And you know, Alex, I, I think that is good value. I, on my end, I'm going to probably go uh, against uh, Bowden, against Edge, and uh, say uh, Steve Breston, because I could see uh, I could see Arizona moving the ball right around between the uh, ten to twenty uh, in that range, and you know, Brett or uh, not Breston, but. Uh, Fitzgerald being covered up, Bowden being covered up in the slot, uh, Steve Breston for a touchdown. So I, I think I'm going to put a, put a little small amount on Breston to get that first Arizona uh, touchdown. Don't or to score guys, touchdown. Do you guys see Arizona. this game shaping up as a game? That, sorry to interrupt you there, but don't you see this shaping up as a game where Pittsburgh's going to try to put a lot of pressure on Warner quick, you know? Yep. And whether the Arizona can keep them from getting to him before he can get a pass well, off. I do. I, you know, I, I do, Neil. I've been, I've been scoping this game out uh, last week on the show, red versus blue. Uh, you know, I kind of talked about it that uh, I, I thought Pittsburgh would control the game, but not right. get it out of reach. Right. And uh, you know, and that's where I think uh, Arizona may win the game because Pittsburgh doesn't put it out of reach because of Arizona's defense. But I, I think uh, I think Pittsburgh will control the game for quite some time. That's well, you, you think thought. that, but Carolina thought that. Yeah. Philly thought that. These are good defenses. Carolina yeah. and Philly are no joke. And Arizona walked all over them, had them figured out. 
the thing about the blitz, when you're blitzing that quarterback, you have to have a quarter. If you have a quarterback that knows his receivers, that relationship is so very important. And you couldn't ask for a better relationship with what the weapons he has and Kurt Warner back right. there. I mean, he just knows instinctively when that blitz is coming to get it out, and the receivers know it's coming. And so I could see this shaping up very similar to what we saw against Philly. I mean, it's, they're going to come at you with everything, and and he's got to let go of that ball. And 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 so you know, it's it's going to get uh, he's going to get his he's going to get his fair share. So I would be uh, I would be shocked uh, if Arizona is not in a uh, four wide receiver formation um, to agree. open the game. I, I would be uh, I would be shocked. Too, I I forget, so. Not three, four. I'm talking four wide receiver or. Let's say three wide and uh, and a tight end right, in the yeah. slot. Um, right. I, I would be shocked if that didn't happen. Well, they're going to blitz more. They're, they're going to blitz, blitz one more than they have available to block. That's what they do. So one of them get that ball quick. He'll throw it away too. So yeah. So I don't. I'm not worried about that myself. Let's go to the Pittsburgh side of the ball. We've got a lot of props here uh, on the Pittsburgh side of the ball. Passing yards for Ben Roethlisberger over under two twenty eight and a half. Kind of right there, scary in the middle. I don't see much there. Um, I've seen. I have two thirty-seven and a half uh, in my on my side, and I like the under a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I do too, Alex. <laughs> Rushing yards by Willie Parker over under eighty-two and a half. Um, Ooh, if I may, I over. If, yeah. If I may on that one, uh, initially when I first. Thought about this game, you know Willie Parker. Obviously, everybody's Willie Parker, Willie Parker, run all over. But yeah, I think everybody forgot. You know, the last three games that Arizona played, they happened to play the three of the best running backs yeah. Yeah, in the entire down. NFL. Okay, yeah. and they held them all down, um, and, and pretty, pretty, you know, uh, uh, convincingly. I think with Turner. And and uh, I don't think Westbrook got it going at all, did he? Yeah, um, no, nothing. yeah. And D Will, I mean, D Will looked a little looked good in the first quarter, and that and that was it. They went away from him too, you know. They get if they, if they get him chasing them, they go to that passing game and get take them out of their game, you know. Right. Well, yeah, it was a little bit of a. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. It was a little bit of a game situation that kind of uh, made that made them go away from the run. But I, I'm, you know, I kind of changed my mind on Willie Parker. I'm not sure if uh, I think. You know, I'm pretty sure they're going to concentrate on Willie, Arizona defense, that is. And I think they're going to try to get the pass rush and try to contain Roethlisberger and make him beat uh, beat them um, in, in the air. Uh, I think that's what they're going to do. I really do. All right, well, let's take a look at that then. San Antonio Holmes scoring a touchdown, yes, plus 160. Hines Ward scoring a touchdown, yes, plus 150. Nate Washington scoring a touchdown, plus 200. You really can't split that one, but I like that San Antonio Holmes, plus 160. Uh, I'd rather see some yardage here. Where was San Antonio Holmes' yardage? Receiving yards over 58.5. For San Antonio Holmes against Arizona, I mean, isn't this the same Arizona that you just have shootouts with against on the pass? He could yeah. be the one I think could really benefit there. Yeah, that's a good play. I mean, he, gets that, he could get that in two receptions or three receptions, so... Uh, 58 is a good. That's a good yardage. Yeah. Hines Ward 62 and a half, and then receptions by San Antonio Holmes is over under three and a half. Uh, I, I think that I, I kind of like that. I think uh, Hines Ward. I like I like that right. under on that. I have like a, under like, three and a half. Yeah, on San Antonio Holmes. Mike, it, was that Holmes or Ward? You are the contrarian here in the group, okay? <laughs> I know, I know. Like I tell you, I tell you, there's one prop that I absolutely love, and that's Pittsburgh defense scoring a touchdown. How often does that happen, Alex? Like in the Super Bowl? Um, well, what, what's what's the line in that? That's got to be what plus plus two twenty, plus two hundred, something like that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's. Uh, in, I haven't looked at it, but. Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm thinking on top of my head, uh, Palomalu or somebody intercepting uh, Kurt Warner at, say, the late stages of the uh, first half, first stages of the second half, you know, something goofy that Warner likes to do. And uh, I can see something like that happen and Pittsburgh uh, taking it back. Yeah, I, I personally, I think I have never, um, I don't usually play that uh, um, that play. I think the true odds, if you look at, 
let's say, the course of the season, uh, I think the true odds of a defense scoring a touchdown is probably, I don't know, 10 to 1, 12 to 1, something like that, maybe even higher. Um, you know, if you take into account that it's, a, it's, you know, one of the top defenses, you know, you could reduce that, those true odds down to maybe 6, 7 to 1, something like that. But, Alex, you know, but yeah. We're running out of time. We've got 20 seconds left. I want to get your idea on this prop. Will Arizona ever have the lead? Yes, minus 200. Uh, I that that's one of those one of those props that the computer spits out. Almost <laughs> every team has the lead uh, in every game. We're gonna go on hold. Thanks for Alex for being on the show. Uh, sure. We're gonna come back with Red versus Blue thanks, Radio Alex. here in just about 30 seconds. Alex, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be right back to finish up our prop back, and Alex. talk red versus blue. All right. More live fantasy sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. Super Bowl Sunday. Arizona, Pittsburgh. One will stand, one will fall. Let's make some money, boys. Hey, Scott. Let's do it. Hey, Scott. Yeah. You know, I, I would have said before, you know, last week, I thought Mike was trying to get one in Arizona to get there, but I swear, I swear, I think he's betting on Pittsburgh this week. Well, you know, Mike's been kind of funny about this because if you, if you actually look back at Mike's picks, he's been wrong about Arizona three straight weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, 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 and the, last, the last time on the show, he was, oh, they don't have a chance against Philly. Oh, there's the, you're, you're yep. dreaming. Oh, Philly's in the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> I'm and, a believer. And, and be, I think they're going to be full strength this week, and that's how, uh, this week I really do, and I think you're going to see the best Arizona can play. If, if this is the week, and this is the week that Mike thinks they're actually going to win, then we're probably got to we probably got to jump ship. <laughs> we probably need to jump ship. <laughs> it's probably the best thing to do. However, I have won two Super Bowls in a row because I took the Giants last year. I like the Giants last year. Um, you know, I mean, I'm really, uh, I I'm seeing I something that I absolutely like. The one thing that I'm absolutely liking when I break this game down is Pittsburgh is not going to run away and hide, and Arizona is a team that can come back like that. So I, I just, I see Arizona being right there, and uh, 24-21, I'm still on it. Well, I, uh, I'm right there with you and thinking that Arizona can pull this game off. Uh, Pittsburgh is the team that uh, I think every expert I've listened to on the radio or so-called expert, every player uh, that's affiliated with the sport seems to think that this Pittsburgh team is special. I just don't think they're giving enough credit to what Arizona has pulled off these last couple of weeks. And, and this is they're, they're looking at the Arizona from weeks 1 to 16 and not from weeks 17 yeah, to 19. But I agree with that 100%. I think this team has played, that's played uh, Carolina. I mean, everybody's had thought the same thing about it. They didn't think they were going to take out Carolina. They didn't think he was going to take out Philly. And, man, they just they just did it. I mean, they wasn't from start to finish. I mean, really, from start to first quarter, they've been scoring 21 points. I was surprised you didn't see a number like that come up. It said odds of them to make 21 points the first quarter. <laughs> well, I... I know Alex doesn't like to play those uh, quote-unquote fun props uh, and play props, but, uh, you know, this is the Super Bowl, and I like to have a lot of fun when I'm playing them. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of fun ones that you guys might like to see. Uh, a successful two-point conversion in this game would get you 4-1 to one if you believe in it. Will there be overtime? We'll get you 7-1 to one on your money. Ooh, wouldn't that be nice? Plus 700. Uh, will there be overtime? Will there be a safety? Plus 900. It's more likely that there will be overtime than there will be a safety. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's kind of odd because I can, I don't you know. know. It's, hard. it's hard to get that call, you know, unless you run out of land, though. But plus they took my favorite prop off. Which what one? was it? 
Uh, Bruce Springsteen, his first song that he's going to play at, uh, at oh, halftime. Born in the USA? No, no it will they... not be Born in the USA. I am a Bruce Springsteen junkie, Neil. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you what. He's an Indiana boy. He's, he's going he's gonna to play. Nope. His first song, in my opinion, is going to be off his new album that just came out two days ago. And then he's gonna then he's gonna come back with Glory Days and uh, Born to Run. Well, he's only got twelve minutes, and it's gonna be a montage of of pretty much everything he's got that that that's been a hit. So yeah, and he's and he's already admitted he's gonna have a hard time doing that because when the guy hits the stage, he's used to playing for three hours. So he's just gonna have to ram through it and see what happens. But uh, anyway, back to the football game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we've got a, we've got a lot of things here that I mean, you know, I like to play these. They're a lot of fun. Game decided by exactly three points can get you a four to one on your money. Uh, you know, just just some fun props that you can uh, throw out there and you know see what happens. Uh, will Arizona ever have the lead? I take that. Well, that's that's intriguing. You said that earlier, Scott, and that is very intriguing. Uh, yeah, they will at uh, with. 0.02 to go. So I guess that'll work. <laughs> well, if you're if you're a, if you're a fan of that, you wouldn't play that prop. You just play them straight up to win the money line and pay a lot better than that. Yeah. Um, you play the money line. Uh, so yeah, there's there's some props. I wanted to I wanted to put on uh, this other one here. This called this is called double result. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of double result, Mike. Okay. I know you're familiar with it. Yeah, it's it's when you look at the first half and the game result. Who's winning the first half and who's winning the game? So, for example, if you think the Steelers are going to lead the first half, but you think the Cardinals are going to win the game, that pays yeah. twelve to one. Hmm. And Mike, that's your scenario right there, twelve to one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm looking at, and uh, Steelers I'm looking Cardinals at it. Game. Why do you think Pittsburgh yeah. would be the first to score? I mean, really, I think it depends on who gets the who wins the coin toss. You know, that would be well, Arizona. Well, this is the end of the first well, half. The, the way I'm looking at the way I'm looking at this game is uh, Arizona. I mean, Wilson Hunt. I mean, I think he's got this team ready to go, but they're also they're newbies. They're freshmen. I agree they're freshmen you. to the Super Bowl. Ben Born Roethlisberger, right. albeit, I mean, he had a tough time his first Super Bowl round. He's ready to go. That whole team, that whole Pittsburgh team is going to be ready to go. I see Pittsburgh, uh, you know, pretty much controlling the game, like I said. And then, Warner's no rookie either. Warner, no, Warner's no rookie fans. either, but so is, so is the whole freaking team. Yeah. And, but I see them settling in, and then here come, uh, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter, Arizona starts rolling back. The defense kicks in. Next thing you know. They're back in the game, and uh, they're going to end up winning. Well, Mike, that's, uh, the best money you can make, then, is this double result where you think in the first half Steelers will be leading, Cardinals will be winning the game. You can get 12-1 on your money. 12-1. 12-1. Okay, no, I'll check no, that out. That'd be the same if I thought, like, uh, uh, Arizona. See, I see it just the opposite of that. I think Arizona would be leading if they, if they get the ball first, especially. Arizona yeah. be leading at the half, and, and and Pittsburgh might come back and beat them. <laughs> if they well, if you like the if you like Cardinals Steelers double, then it pays seven to two. Okay. If you like Cardinals at first half, Cardinals at the in the game, it pays five to one. I like that. Yeah, if you, huh. if you think the Cardinals are just going to roll them, it'll pay five to one. So now, well, who's your MVP? Give me an MVP, Scott. Warner. Listen to this real quick. This was another prop that uh, Alex came through right, I agree with you, the, Neil. <laughs> right before the end of the game, uh, well, before the end of the cast, broadcast, Alex came through with another prop. Number of players to have a pass in the Super Bowl. Number of players to throw a pass in the Super Bowl under two and a half is minus 190. Under okay. two and a half. Under two and a half. That'd be two. You can only have two or three. Well, you can have three or four. You're going. Well, I mean, you can. You can't have no odd number, half a number. So I mean, that's, I mean, you're going to have two to throw a pass. 
in the two starts. Could be quarter. three. And then if another quarterback comes in or one of them gets hurt, and I think Antonio Holmes been known to throw. Huh? No, I mean, I would think I would think you'd have a likelihood of another one getting hurt, of one of them getting hurt at some point, and maybe somebody having to sub for him. That would be three. Bolden, I think we've seen Bolden throw before. Yeah, I don't know if you'd ever see yep. that scenario, but it could happen, I guess. Jim Hightower, he, he's thrown before. Huh? Well, the last time a Steve third Bruce, player... I don't think they're going to do that in the Super Bowl. The last time a third player threw a pass in the Super Bowl was Antoine Randall-L, and then before him... Yeah, he was a quarterback was in, you know, in The last college. time before that, it was 1995 in the Super yeah, Bowl. I don't so. think you'll see that happen. Myself. I mean, you might see another quarterback come in for somebody gets hurt, and I think that's likely. That could happen, never. Also, his other prop there was Heinz Award longest reception would be under twenty one and a half yards. So what does that's reception the plays? Does that I count? Can't I mean, that longest one. reception does that count after the run? I mean, would that still count as a catch and run? Yes, that's yes. Still reception. I'd go. I take that. I, I, I can't touch I that. I mean, I think Alex ever seen good. out of Bowden this game. I think Alex is very good, uh, but in order for Heinz Ward to get that, he's going to have to catch a seam. And sometimes he has alligator arms when he catches that seam, so he might lay down. I, I love Hines Ward, but I just don't know how healthy he is. Well, Mike, that's he's why gonna you be healthy. Have a day he, job he'll be healthy come do. Sunday. Mike, that's why you have your day job and he has his. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're we're, we're we're thankful to have the prognosticator on and give us his props, and uh, yeah, we'll like see how many of them hit. Uh, guys, red versus blue, I'll let you guys finish it up with a little bit of uh, uh, Louisville and Kentucky basketball talk right to end the show here. We've uh, we've pretty much hammered the, the Super Bowl to death. Actually, yeah. I'll go ahead and give you my prediction, my final prediction. Uh, I'm going to be rooting for the Cardinals here. Um, I think they can put up some points. I think Bolden's going to have a big day. I already told you, eight or nine catches for 130 yards uh, or more for the for the queue. I think uh, in their first Super Bowl, Fitz and Bolden will both have touchdowns. Warren will throw for 300 yards. Uh, Heinz Ward and San Antonio Holmes will both have big days. Uh, Roethlisberger will have a big day. I think it's going to be an offensive day. You'll definitely see the overhit. Uh, you'll definitely see Arizona cover. It's whether or not they can win the game. Uh, I just think they're on a roll right now, and I don't think I don't think if you line last year's New England Patriots up against them, I think they'd still. I agree. Uh, handle their business. They're just Give playing me a score, that Scott. well. And so I'm going to go uh, Arizona 31. That's a lot of points, but Arizona 31 and uh, Pittsburgh 27. There I you was going to say 31-24. That's the same way. I think Arizona 31-24. I don't think anybody. Arizona, I don't think I've heard anybody predicting that many points for Arizona yet. But I, I just 31. Let's see. Neil, you got uh, 31-24 Arizona. Yes, I did. Scott, you got uh, 31-27 Arizona. And I have uh, 24-21 Arizona. Hey. All right. We're all I'm sure. I hope a couple comes through. I'm sure we're all wrong. Yeah, great game. We're all going to be wrong. Hey, I'm clicking on Lionel. BIP right now putting a ton on Pittsburgh. Yeah, they'll be They'll get the Warner and knock him out of the game the second players. <laughs> That's how you do it. Let's talk red versus blue. That sounds good. If you've listened to this show, you know what to do. So we've given you the blueprint. Hey, what about the Cardinals getting to play? If they get if they win Saturday against West Virginia, it's tomorrow at noon, against West Virginia at home, which I think is a tough game. They come right back, and we could be theoretically, you know, me and Duke got beat the other night. We played Connecticut Monday, and they probably, they're number two right now and should possibly move up to number one. Okay, Mike, how many times has that ever happened? Has a team beat the number one team in the country twice in the same year? In the same year? You know, I don't remember it happened unless it was ACC stuff when uh, North Carolina, Duke were going head-to-head. No, I remember but, uh, Notre Dame doing it. You got to throw in. Uh, you got to throw in another team. Uh, one thing about Louisville, they they're going through the Big East and they're having fun with it. Uh, Coach Patino is making sure that uh, other players are coming in and yeah, they're getting and better. Things happen. And uh, you know, Louisville's impressing the crap out of me. I mean, all the way just through, making things happen. Jennings is coming on. And, you know, yeah, Jennings, I, I mean, hey, goodness gracious. in the middle. He starts to impress me. I was, I was sitting there driving to work. I'm going, who's this Jennings Aaron guy? Jenny, big and six, next thing I know, you know, I mean, he's a big boy. 
Paul Rogers and uh, uh, Bob Pavano, they kept saying, well, this is career high, this and that. And next thing you know, he was starting. In he ain't the playing that. Hand. No, he's not playing that much. But, man, he's uh, when he's in there, he's getting a rebound. Boy, he's getting that ball and, and blocking well, the Well, one thing – one thing about uh, Coach Patino is uh, value minutes. He loves players. You know what? You know what the best thing I think, Mike? You know what I think the best thing about U of L right now? They've got a rotation at guard that's unreal. They got the two they start now and Sosa and Smith as offensive player guards that can play good defense, not great defense, but they play good defense. They stay on the man. Um, but then they bring in the defensive uh, guys that uh, McGee and um, oh, what's the other boy's name? Knowles. And then they, they really put the pressure Preston, on when they did Preston that. Preston Nose is playing well. Oh, he's a great defensive guard. And they stay right on him and hand them all the way up the court. And they play that trapping, whole team defense trapping. I mean, it's not just token defense, you know, being on him as it can bring the ball up the floor. They, they're they trying to get the ball. And trap no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, wait, first first off, you don't play token down. defense under uh, Rick Pitino. If you play token defense – yeah, you you might as well get a token to the next state fair, and they're looking like a team. Get on out of here, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Dick. But, you know uh, what I like? You know what I like? I like to hear our big blue co-host talking Cardinal basketball. And, and <laughs> how do we about, do that anyhow? How do we do that? About, talking about our sixth man, like he knows him by heart. You know, he knows <laughs> our whole team. Every name's, a, every name's a household name. This is the type of year we just wait for, and we just sit yeah. back and relish. And enjoy the games. I'm not even stressed when I'm watching the game. I'm just sitting back and enjoying them. Did you get to see George Good in there the other night, too? <laughs> well, this is a tight, big blue fan. This is a tight, big blue fan that just loves staying under the radar. Because Kentucky fans just love – Kentucky fans, just when they're sitting there watching every Louisville game because they really are enjoying what they're watching yeah. and seeing their team have a lot of fun and beating all these ranked teams. They can't help but watch and enjoy. <laughs> well, one thing about it, one thing about it, I will separate my fan or myself from a lot of Kentucky fans. A lot of Kentucky fans look at Rick Pitino and go, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. Well, I like the guy because he did what he had to do when he left Kentucky to go to Boston, and which was, yeah. But uh, well, he come back, and that, yeah. you know, I don't. I don't look at Rick Pitino as a traitor. Rick Pitino did what he had to do. As any professional, that's what you need to do. You need to go and uh, search out options. If you come back, then that's fine. But when Mike, he decided hey, to come back to the college ranks and uh, he wanted go out. to Mike, he wanted yeah. out of that place. Mike, I out of Kentucky. Yeah. Whoa, I whoa, whoa! Time out. Time oh, out. Don't get into that. He, he uh, wanted like out of Kentucky. He wanted, he wanted to go to Boston and follow get his players. He had a good chance when he when the opportunity came up to go to Boston. They threw all kind of money at him. He the was, money was incredible. He didn't yeah, want out of Kentucky. Like five, five, six million a year for that, you know. And I, it was, you can't it was pretty obvious all of us now. We he got rich and actually, come back. He to actually college. bled red just like the rest of us. He <laughs> bled no, 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 no. He didn't want out, but I don't, I don't care. I don't care. He, he's at hey, hey, uh, University of Louisville, and uh, it's only taken him what? Is this his eighth year? Eighth year, I believe. I don't know if it's that long, is it? I believe it's his eighth know. year. I, was going to I think it. I think at Kentucky, it only took him what four years to win the national. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys are going to keep on waiting. I'm afraid. But hey, uh, anyway. <laughs> It's going to take a while for them to, uh, you know, get there. And uh, But the one thing, I, by the way, Scott, I saw John Renshaw. Neil, if you get a chance, watch the Freak Show on the CW. Okay. I hate to put a plug in, but I'm going to anyway. Between 11.30 and 12.30. John Renshaw is a freaking hilarious. Oh, no, I was going. I wanted to comment, Mike, when you were saying that the other night. You know, when Kentucky got beat by who was it, Mississippi, Mississippi State, one of them. Oh, Miss. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody. I listened to Colin show. I listened to, uh, to the on the uh, what's your coach's name um, for Kentucky? Billy Gillespie. Billy as Scott was a busy I mean, boy. I really like guy. I really like guy. He needs a chance, but he ain't got that much to work with. He's got a couple of good players, clutch players. The rest of them don't seem like they can hit. You know. Uh, well, uh, well hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, whoa, whoa, 
Get a T.O., baby. A couple of good players? How about a couple of great players? He's got a couple much. of great players. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, when all right. you got, you can hit as great as you want when you when you can double team them and shut them down, though. You know, and that's just gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt you all the way through. You can't win with just a couple of players. Well, see, you can't win against we great got, teams. You know. Well, well, Neil, Neil, here's what we got going for us this year, and very few people fail to realize this. We lost to Mississippi. No big deal. Right. The rest of the year, we don't have. Huge opponents to play as far oh, as top ten. In that SEC, so we're just going to keep on. Yeah, the SEC. I think is you're going to coast through there, but you got Florida to beat. That's... Well, that's fine. But yeah. as long as we can play a couple of tough games at home, a couple of tough games on the road, that gets you mentally tough. Next thing you know, they can believe, and all you have to do in the NCAA tournament is believe. Okay. Well, I think we can all agree that when your head coach leaves for a program of the stature of Minnesota, you know the program is a sinking ship. And when you mention John Renshaw, it's interesting because, you know, Tubby did that. Tubby left Kentucky to go to Maryland, and, and Renshaw, he actually proposed that he wants Tubby to be the new coach at Maryland. He's from Maryland, and uh, yep. they want to get him before Bama gets coach. So. Don't you all agree that that's a Kentucky job? And I agree, agree it's one of the premier jobs in college basketball. But the pressure uh, at Kentucky is much the same as it is at UCLA or any of the really great tradition schools, you know. Without um, the pretty girls or the women. And the, the fans don't – if they lose a game, I mean, it, it seems like the fans are calling for the coaches' heads when they lost the game. They lost that game of five points the other night. And, the coach, and all the players were calling like they wanted Gillespie's head. And I thought, well, what's wrong with you all? you got to give a guy a chance. You know, you ain't got that much to work with. He's got some really good players that he's got there, but he didn't have nothing to start with. Neil, I will totally agree with you. It's, what, it's the most year? thankless job in the world. Oh, exactly. And, My, and a lot of it is predicated. Everybody called in and think the they're a better season. Huh? You're so two-faced, man. You were a Gillespie hater. You went on record on our show talking about how you were not a fan of Gillespie. Now he wins five or six games against subpar competition <laughs> in the FCC, and you're all on his job. No, no, I'm not. I, I don't love Gillespie. I, I'm a Tubby. I love Tubby. Yeah, Tubby doing pretty. I mean, good. I, I, I wish we still had Tubby. Uh, and, the and bottom Dr. line you, is, you, you sat there and supported Cragthorpe. You left and right, and you got to let go of this guy. Who me? No, Doctor Dish. Ah, uh, I was gonna say. Uh, no. sat there and he he sat there and supported Cragthorpe over and over, and hmm? you got to let this guy go. You just got to cut your losses. Well, it could be. I Sometimes mean, it's really. You know, but I, 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 I'm going. I'm going with the uh, uh, RAD. Jerk. I just think uh, Jerk, if he thinks it's a, I've gone with all his decisions that he made. He just, I mean, he might have made a wrong decision here, and he may not be the guy. But uh, for U of L, I mean, I, I can see he's not getting the recruits. He's not keeping the recruits. He's not getting. He's not Gruden. keeping assistant coaches. I mean, I, I agree. I think if you got a chance to get Gruden right now, now's the chance, or or one of these uh, uh, NFL coaches that got left. I think you got a chance well, right now. Uh, what do you guys think about that uh, Boston College coach? Uh, he's now going to be the offensive coordinator. I think there's a lot of good coaches out there. I mean, really good coaches that you can get. Uh, I think you know because the SEC's has got a lock on coaches right now in football. I think uh, with Saban. Yeah. I mean, you look around, and who's the one at Florida? Uh, uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. I mean, they just got great coaches, and that great coaches get great prospects. And they get the same as you know. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna we're gonna call it quits. Uh, everybody's got to get up early, and we've had mm-hmm. a great show. We we had some hiccups there early on, but we recovered. And we turned it around. We had a fun show with the prop plays. We had Alex, our prop prognosticator, come on with our Super Bowl prop. And we got power. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we're going to keep rolling all season long. After this, we'll talk about the Super Bowl a little bit, but pretty much it's going to be all red versus blue and Cardinal and Kentucky basketball uh, to finish up the year. And then we'll, uh, we'll we'll get back on the NFL and jump up ready for the NFL draft right after March Madness. But uh, looking forward to this college basketball season, Mike, with you. And, and hopefully Dr. Dish comes back to join us. And we uh, we, we have the discussion. And, and I like to get together with you guys once every week. So. Yeah, I can't wait. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, you know, to hear uh, your insight, obviously, and uh, Neil's insight. Uh, you know, the 
the big or uh, the Cardinals and the Tech uh, Bobcats. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun just to talk about it, uh, especially when we come into March and uh, maybe we may uh, may have a special guest uh, later in March, uh, head coach of a SEC school that uh, may come on and join us for 15, 20 minutes at a time here or there. So that'll be a lot of fun. Well, and I'm going to go on record here and say that uh, Louisville will be a two seed, just because I think the Big East is brutal, and I think you, you'll get plenty of teams like Oklahoma. Two more ranked teams kind of, this week. Kind of ride out, ride out a, an easier schedule, and your ACC teams will ride out some easy schedules. So I'm going, to, I'm going to think that Louisville's going to be a two seed, and Kentucky will get into the tournament, and I'm predicting them to be a 12 seed. Well, wow, you Kentucky dropped better. that about six after that Ole Miss loss. I think they'll be a six seed because I don't see them losing uh, more than one or two games from here on out. Hmm. All right, guys. Well, we'll uh, let's have a good time in the Super Bowl. Mike, you're going to the boat, and uh, hopefully everybody yep. has electricity back down there in southern Indiana in the Louisville area, Kentucky. And uh, you, you got to stay safe and warm. Just for now, I think. You know, it, we had it and it went off, but it come back on. So I got to. Good, good. Hopefully it'll stay on. Yep. And we, uh, you know, we obviously talk a little bit about everything. We've talked a lot of, uh, this year about survival and uh, being prepared for emergency situations. And I hope you guys uh, are, where you have uh, your propane and kerosene heaters, whatever you have, maybe a now. generator. Got my generator. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the candles and batteries and all the stuff that you need when you don't have power, and they're talking about weeks or, you know, to get your power back on. It, uh, it's 20 a, degrees. It's a, well, it's one, th- one thing about it, uh, reality. you know, w- w- well, when you look back on it, um, you know, we're very lucky what we got to deal with and uh, could be a heck of a lot worse. And just keep telling, telling ourselves that that, that same worry, thing yeah. could be a heck of a lot worse. Good to go. Well, for Dr. Dish and for Mike Trent, I'm Scott Atkins, hosting out of Indianapolis. This has been Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. All right. Take care, guys. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>